Hello, it's Rum Doings. It's episode 37. Today. It's Nicholas Mailer. It is me today. It yep. is I today, not me. Ah-ha. Ah-ha. You reverse neighbour's eyed. Yes, it is I today. And. And. We are not discussing whether organic produce is worth the, worth the premium for hard-working families. That's correct. Yes. That's what we're not discussing. Now, however... However, uh, le- let us not tell lies, Yes, John. we must tell the truth. We need to tell the truth, and the truth is... The truth is, today... We're not really here. We're not actually here. No. Normally, when you listen to Rum Doings, as we've previously explained, we are saying it live at the moment Into you happen your to ears, choose to listen. Yes. Simultaneity is invoked, even though Einstein said I couldn't screw you, Einstein. There you go. Yeah. But the truth is, it's... We're recording this be- ahead of broadcast. Yes, ahead of the ahead of broadcast, if That's you see right. what I mean. Yes. Now, right, you understand what that means. Therefore, we can't be contemporaneous. We don't know what's going to happen in a this week was, or two. What is the, let's be honest, what is the date today? It's the 32nd of February, 1943. Exactly. So we don't know what's going to happen yeah. in the future with that nice Mr. Hitler. That's right. I think Mr. Hitler has already proven himself. I know you're clinging on to your yes. night, late early 30s passion I, he for the man. The, he made the train. But in yes. my opinion, yeah. I think he's done one or two things quite wrong in the last few years. Well, that's your opinion, as you say. Controversial, but nevertheless. So, so we don't know what's really going to happen. So we're just going to discuss... Come we're going to discuss larger subjects. Yes. For example... I'm a bit depressed that I no longer feel able to enjoy a lion. I don't mean that in the sense, oh, I've got a child, yeah. and therefore she won't allow me to. Indeed, that's true. But it's worse than that. When you were a teenager, do you remember being able to consume half-asleep, half-awake states for hours at a time in oh, a wonderful, yeah. luxuriating bliss? I cannot remember. I don't even like lying in now. Can you do that now? I wake you up and I get up. You just end up feeling a bit too hot and a bit uncomfortable. Mm. You want to check your laptop and generally you can't remain in that wonderful, blissful state for that indeterminate amount of time. I just now. want to be... Once I'm awake, I think, oh, I may as well be up now. But I'm isn't awake. that sad? I, I think that's something to mourn. Where you could have the radio on and you'd just be half listening to... Um, Whatever happened, it would have been loose ends with Ned Sheeran, sadly, on a Saturday morning. Was it on in the morning? I thought it was on in the evening. It used to be. Did on. it really? Surely you were also listening Ned to John Sheeran, Peel. Ned Sheeran is dead, anyway. That's true. I was talking about well, the, way, to broadcast, the way it was when you were a teenager. I don't think it was in the morning. I think John. I think it was always. I think it was always in the evening. No, it wasn't. It, it only more recently came on in the evening. By recently, I mean about ten years ago. Oh, okay. uh, but it used to be a Saturday morning program. It used to be Saturday morning. Magazine program live with Ned Sheeran, the terrible Ned Sheeran, who fortunately is now dead. Don't, um, it's not fortunate that he's dead. It, is. it just means it is. that no, was the radio is safer. Yes, which is fortunate. Without him. You're very quiet today, by the way. Am I? I'm sorry. Uh, I, uh, maybe it's because... Maybe I, to get you agitated about something. Maybe it's because I don't have any pride. That's what it, I was just looking at you and I was thinking to myself, Nick, you're in America right now. I can feel that now you're in America, something's going wrong. Even though exactly. this is 70 While years ahead of broadcast, I'll be will probably be in America. That so. You're already... I think we need to bolster you Yes, bolster before me, you please. leave. I need to feel pride in my non-English roots of Because, Englishman. of course, you as an Englishman... As an Englishman. A proud Englishman. <laughs> yes. Born and bred. Yes. <laughs> just born and bred on the other <laughs> side of the world. Yes, as a proud um, Englishman. As a proud Englishman. <laughs> I feel the St. George's cross on my heart. I need something to fill my tummy, which is going to somehow represent that pride as it comes out as urine. Uh, <laughs> what I love most about this, what I'm about to reveal, yes. is it actually continues the last three weeks uh-huh. um, that we had, we've had superior drinks. <laughs> really? Again, this is superior quality. Is it? And read everything on the label from the top then. From the very, very top, written in, on, in gold letters on a white background with a red cross i.e. made in England. England and then it continues the on the next label England's pride with an apostrophe let's not yes. mistake medium cider hennies well, again with an apostrophe double A superior quality made from 100% English. fresh fresh pressed English. juice English juice English juice probably not have dirty foreign juice Yes. Coming in our country. Does the back side tell Juicy. us about it? It tells us English? a great deal, but I'm going to open it and pour it, and I shall read it to you okay. as you enjoy it. So, okay. traditional, towards, too loud in the microphone opening. God save our gracious queen. God save our... That's a subjunctive as well, by the God, God save. Yes. 
you're not as well as you're forgetting we're recording this in immediately in a row and no one remembers yeah. what you said yeah. last week about an email yeah and basically you got a subjunctive one when you say god save the queen it's a subjunctive because you're not saying god has saved the queen nor are you saying that god must save the queen you're hoping that god should save the queen and therefore a shorter way of saying that is in the subjunctive mood saying god save the queen it's like when i say bless you john i'm not saying that i am blessing you i'm just hoping that you will be blessed bless you are you not blessing me no i'm really let down by that <laughs> yes in your hand, Nick, you possess English. England's pride. <laughs> I do. With two red crosses on the label. That's a bit rank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really smell. That's England's pride. It's, do you know what it, And I'm not exaggerating. Do you know what it actually smells like? England. It smells like a pub toilet. <laughs> Genuinely does. Actually, you know what it's good for, though? It, it is quite hot in here. Put it like this yeah. on your cheek. It's very. Ooh. No, a bit lower down. No, on my forehead is lovely. <laughs> oh. 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 oh, let's try it. Let's taste some. Come no, on. No, I have more pride. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. I quite like cider, and that's horrible. <laughs> that's English cider. That's, that's England's pride. I think when you said that you were going to be pride when you urinated it, I think you could be proud a little sooner. <laughs> yes. I think I'm already proud. Oh. Oh. Actually, it's quite difficult to urinate when you're proud. Have you ever tried? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's not discuss that. <laughs> Shall we? Uh, morning wee wee. The valves, the valves have switched off. Anyway, That's right. re- read it. I shall read that. You have to, otherwise you cannot, can't stop being proud. As you, it's, it's true. As you enjoy it's a horrible that. joke that Jesus <laughs> plays in every right. morning. But you don't have a baby girl, you have a baby boy. You have a baby girl or the baby, baby boy, and as my sister told me when she had a baby boy, mm-hmm. it's one thing that people never tell you about what? babies, what? is that they're quite capable of standing proud as well. Well, she might not be capable of standing proud, but she's, she does enjoy having a little rummage. Does she? Oh, yeah. Does she enjoy doing a wee-wee right into the air? Because when you're standing proud on a baby, you can, apparently can wee over your shoulder. Oh, clever. So that's pretty impressive. Imagine yeah. as an adult, you could have a good go. Yeah, you could have a go, but... But you wouldn't have someone help you clear you up and go, Oh, you wee wee No, they wouldn't be whizzing. When you did it. No. This, as you uh, enjoy, you as you sop upon your cider, <laughs> yes. we stop talking about babies with erections. <laughs> yeah. uh, we crash we, on. We need some tea. Green tea, stat! <laughs> yes. um, John's talking about baby John, winkies. Can you please stop? Because <laughs> every time we do this, I'm conscious of who listens to this, and I just think, oh. John, stop talking about your Let's desire look. to see babies with erections <laughs> pissing on themselves. Stop it! <laughs> it's not natural. I don't want to have that in the podcast. Stop. I want to edit that out. You're That's not horrible. allowed to. Anyway, read that. Anyway, read the puzzle. Now you said a horrible thing. Well, it's just English. While you sup Engl- on your England's, England's pride. England's pride. Yeah. Look at that. It's affected us already. I'm going to sue the manufacturer. <laughs> I'm going to sue Henny's. Yeah. A light sparkling cider of medium sweetness. Can you detect any sweetness at all in there? Medium no. sourness. <laughs> um, yeah. With rich mellow flavours. Typical of English bittersweet <laughs> apples. <laughs> that, 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 that is typical. If, if I bit into an apple, I yes. taste it like this. <laughs> you go, that's typical. Yes. That's what you'd say. I go, this country. Apple. Why can I bought my apples in from Spain? Yes. Fermented from freshly pressed juice and allowed to mature over the winter... This is a wonderful example of the art and tradition of English, English, <laughs> mind you, cider making. Excellent. At Henny's, we believe the best way to make cider is to start with high quality ingredients and to keep the process as simple as possible. Right, yeah, and, and who wouldn't... You know, what we actually believe is we believe in using very bad, low <laughs> yes, quality ingredients and making the process as complicated as we can for no reason. <laughs> this has helped us to win many prestigious awards in recent years, none of which we apparently have room to <laughs> list on this label. Signed you'd by... You'd think you'd mention them, wouldn't you? Yes. Okay. Signed by Mike Henny, Cider Maker. No right. artificial sweeteners, colouring or <laughs> flavourings. No. I presume the, artific- the comma uh, comes after artificial sweetener <laughs> to observe that there's just no flavourings. Yes. Well, um, I'm not impressed. Sorry, John. Your country's sul- clearly... It contains pro- sulphites. Yes, well, they all, most of them do. You'll enjoy- I thought you'd enjoy knowing that. Is there anything else that you miss from when you were younger... Oh, we're not going to reminisce and be nostalgic, are we? No, we're not, but I want to know We about should that. read your nostalgia poem, out. We will. We will do that at some stage. But uh, is there anything that... Actually, yes, you will read my nostalgia poem out. When? Uh, um, uh, after we've been a bit nostalgic, to show why it's wrong to be nostalgic. Do you have it online? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, am I bored? Oh, yeah, you really are. <laughs> 
No, I mean, I, I do find it interesting, though, sometimes to think, hold on, I used to really enjoy doing that, and now I can't. And if you're, since most of you... Staying up all night. There you go. I've got an example. I used to love staying up all night, and it didn't, it didn't bother me in the slightest. I'd stay up all night, and then I'd just carry on with the next day, and I'd have a good sleep the next night. And I wasn't thinking the whole rest of the next day, oh my goodness, what's wrong with me? My entire mm. world's falling apart. Now, if I get less than six hours sleep, I'm just, Ooh, I'm just defunct. Fewer than six hours sleep is a bit yes. difficult on that one. Yeah. Well, less than of sleep because it's a sleep that's just, yeah, oh, few, yeah, it's a fifty-fifty on that one. Yeah, but that. the next, the next day, if I if I if I have underslept, I just feel atrocious and miserable, and everything's awful and a slog. And don't have a baby. <laughs> Never having a baby. No, I'm going to adopt age twenty-five. Yes, that's a good idea. <laughs> adopt as twenty-five. They, so they don't have. They've been through university. They don't have to pay tuition fees. And you don't have to worry about their winkies. That's true. <laughs> It won't stop. It'll never stop. But that's—I mean, there are teenagers and slightly older people who are listening to this now. I think who don't. Oh, realize. they stay up all night and they're like, yeah. And then they also they don't realize how how they can enjoy that 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 it slightly guilty feeling they have of enjoying a lion, and how they can go on forever. They suddenly way realize it's twelve or one o'clock in the afternoon, and they just get yeah, up to bed at that stage. Right. That eventually, you won't believe it when I'm telling you now, but that will stop happening to you. And then you you know you'll regret it. So actually enjoy it. It's a it's 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 a gift that you are enjoying at the moment. And don't feel guilty about it. Make the most of it because you're not going to be able to do that for the rest of your life. I had a wonderful moment of vindication the other day. Did you? And I wasn't smug about it because you're a vindictive man. I'm a very vindictive yeah. man. Um, I was talking to my father. Were you? Well, that's a very vindictive thing to do. Awful. And he was asking. He was. We were talking about how he reacted when I failed my A levels. I imagine he felt very disappointed in you. Well, absolutely. As well, he should have. I would, yeah. I'd been lazy and I'd been stupid. Yeah, exactly. And I'd done a very bad job. The only person, I, th- I don't think I've said this before, the only person who actually did any good was my grandmother, who was not a particularly nice woman. Um, and she, she, there's, there's, there's not many nice things to say about her that I can remember, from my experience. Um, and, and she wrote me a letter in which she, she, she was the only person who just With said... With a stamp. With a stamp, and she's <laughs> very excited about that, aren't you? Mm-hmm. She wrote me a letter in which she was very, she just very frankly said, "You you were lazy, and you could have done better, and you need to sort yourself out." And Not trying the, to be sort of mm, yeah, exactly. Hi. She was the only re- really the only person who did that, and it was just great to receive it. So mm. um, for a lady who it's quite difficult to remember fondly, um, that was a fantastic. She was never as she stressed. She was never awful or unpleasant. I mean, there are dreadful people out there, and yeah. she was never that. Um, but she was never particularly warm or, or, or maternal no. or, or was it, m- grand-ternal. Yes. I don't know what for a grandmother. Um, yeah, so she did that, which is great. But my dad, he kind of, he was cross with me as well. He should have been. And um, he, sometimes he feels bad about that now. And he said to me on the phone, he said, I told you off for just sitting around, you know, playing video games and drawing doodles and not actually doing any revision. And I said to you at the time, doing that will never help you in your later life. And he said, and I was wrong. <laughs> that was brilliant. That's a real moment of vindication. Well, he was right. No, he wasn't. I got a jobs. My jobs now involve playing video games. And... Yeah, but look, your doors fall off. <laughs> I haven't made myself rich, but I've made if myself. You're past your A levels, then your doors would be working. You think my doors would be better? <laughs> yes. better sealed. Yeah, you'd have better sealed doors. Well, maybe that's the sacrifice you think is worth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's true. No, it's good. So it's true that I just mucked around, and now I'm doing jobs that involve just mucking around. Do you enjoy mucking around? I really love mucking around. Do you sometimes feel guilty? Um, kind of. Well, unless my job is... If I'm doing my work, so if I'm playing video games and stuff, then yeah, no. Playing video games might work. I know, it's great, isn't it? But if No, I, I would hate that. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to do it. I would hate playing video games for a job. I don't know which I'd hate it more, if I like video games or I hate it more, or if I hated video games. I think if I hated video games, it would be marginally better, because at least it's work. Whereas if I loved video games, but it were an obligation, I think that would be terrible. Really? Mm. When your obligation is something you want to be doing, that's terrible. Wanting to do terrible games, it's turned into a chore and a deadline, and all the joy is sucked out of it as you have to analyse it and put it into 500 words or fewer. But the the, oh. ple- the pleasure of... Um, the average review right now is around 1,000, so that's much easier. Oh, OK. Um, but the, the, there's a great pleasure. I like If I play a game and someone else has played it, I enjoy sharing the experience with them, and that's what my reviews are. I don't want to do some sort of... Um, scientific breakdown of the game I want to tell the reader what they'll experience when they play it and whether that's worth well, spending that's, money on well it's interesting you mention that point because somebody emailed us and asked uh, I think a while back about 
how they could review this podcast. Oh yes, that's right. We didn't get one well, last week. We were doing emails. We yeah, ran out of yeah. time. How, we didn't get to that. And I sort of said, well, how do I, I? I want my friends to listen to it because I enjoy it. But you know, it's very difficult to kind of describe it to them, to describe why it's worth listening. You know, two chaps rambling at each other isn't a particularly good sell, especially when there's no particular topic. Mm-hmm. And and he said, also, how would I review it? I tried to review, and I can't. And the point I made was, don't review it in an attempt to dissect what it is. Yeah. Um, review it in the sense of describing why you enjoy it or mm-hmm. what happens to you when you're enjoying it or the experiences you have or or all the feelings that it evokes while you're listening you know whether it, it's comforting or amusing or or, or or how it sparks off a number of different thoughts or motivates you to want to look yeah. up things that, that kind of thing and I think that I imagine it's probably similar for you in when you're doing video games yeah. you don't just want to do an analytical analysis of what each pixel is doing at every moment. When you read reviews like that, it's so demoralising to read. They are dull. painful to read. They are very dull, and I've never liked reading that sort of journalism in any sphere, really, because it also suggests that that sort of... Well, imagine if someone reviewed... God's eye view is possible, would you think? Imagine if someone reviewed theatre that way. Yeah. Just a kind of a breakdown of the the, the painting on the sets and the... Yeah. It's just very strange. I think you have to... With video games, there's there's an element of that that's necessary. You need to discuss graphics because it's so variable. Yes. Um... But at the same time, I think the experience is, is so much more important than anything else. And then when, you, when you're when analysing why that experience doesn't work, you can easily fish out what it is that does it. So you don't like it, the phrase gameplay. Well, the phrase gameplay, if you can define it, then I'll happily use it. But until someone can, I, I'm going to avoid using a nonsense word. Right. I'll define gameplay. Define gameplay. The action and mechanism mm-hmm. of fulfilling the game's raison d'etre. Right. That's gameplay. You reckon? Yes. I don't think that's a useful thing to describe. It is. You mean you mean it means playing the game? Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's a nonsense phrase. It's not it's like, the gameplay was eight out of ten. What? What do you mean? You eight out of ten played it? No, that was the action and mechanism of reviewing. Yeah, but that's the act of playing. That's the act of playing can't be reviewed. It can. You be. can review how well you played the game. Maybe you, no, got, you could can be review. Gameplay. You can review the. Um, no, you can. You can review you how you can review how little friction there was or wasn't in this act of gameplay. Little friction. Mm. I think that's silly. Gaming friction. Nick, I think you're being too quiet. I think you need to spark up a little bit. No, I want ru- some enthusiasm from you. I'm ruminating today. Plus, what? I'm also lying, lying prostrate. Reclined. Like yeah, so I'm not going to be able to prostrate do straight on our podcast. Yes, legs akimbo. My legs are not akimbo. Um, <laughs> But no, I think you're wrong. I think there is such a topic as gameplay. Well, I, th- I think you're wrong, and I think you smell. <laughs> you should talk. <laughs> Still, you are going on a weight loss plan. That's very good. Am I stinky today? Uh, do you want me to Please tell? Please don't sniff me. It's, <laughs> if me if you haven't smelled me yet. No, you just sort of smell of... Um, what is it? It's... Fabric softener, I believe. Well, if I smell a fabric softener, I think that's pretty good for I a think fat man on a hot, is, sweaty it, it, day. I think I do pretty well not is, to be stinky. I think it also means that you use too much fabric softener. I don't use any fabric softener, so that's a, an odd well, claim. It's your, your detergent, then, I guess. Well, you, I certainly don't use too much. I think your clothes are not rinsed properly. <laughs> I think our washing machine does a splendid job of rinsing, and you take that back. <laughs> Either that or you have aerial automatic I think be, uh, deodorant. Someone, wrote, someone else wrote to us, and we didn't have time for this email, uh, asking us how come we can keep come. generating... Um, podcasts after 30 or so no, it's up to, clearly we can't it's, it's, it's up to debate whether we can or not <laughs> how modest oh modest wank 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 we just you just <laughs> you described which pretty much describes it <laughs> you're very despondent today um, it's too hot in this studio it is very hot in the studio yeah we could turn the fan on the fan of doom yes but we're not going to on the podcast because then you won't hear us Only anything else which um, might be a mercy but there was the point. I was just thinking that if I were to suddenly take massive umbrage with you for criticising my washing machine, and that would be the thing that drove yes. us apart, would be hilarious. <laughs> yes, but it how dare you? <laughs> but it is interesting that as I think the friction between us that we've never, we've never come to, Blows. we've never stopped, stormed off, and never spoken to each other again. You have no. We've spoken to each other. I mean, never spoken to each other. I've been angry with you. Yes, for sure. You've been very angry, with but me. you've I, been provocative enough to make. I've me never angry. been angry with you. I've only been disappointed. Yes. You sound like a dad. I'm yes. not angry. I've just disappointed. Have I ever been angry? You've let with yourself you? down. Have I ever actually been angry with you? I don't think so. Just you been... sure I must have pissed you off enough to make you angry? No, I think I've just been disappointed. 
It's <laughs> constantly let down by my is a bit ever of a, fa- it, present which, failures. Well, that's a bit sad because it's like you've never been able to actually rile me to the situation yes. where I feel you're significant enough to be happy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Oh, John's failing me yet again. Well, what <laughs> is to be expected? <laughs> that's right. Uh, Whereas, yes, you've upset me in the past. Frequently. But, but, yes. but to the point, but I generally, I would say of the times that you've upset me about. I'm going to be generous, and I say 60% of the time I've been in the wrong. Or, would or, you want to make that a higher number? Uh, no, I won't make it a higher number, but I will redefine the number to make it higher. Okay. I think many times you've realised that the, the way you initially took umbrage mis- right. misunderstood a greater point. Yeah, maybe that's fair. That's definitely true. Because, However, yeah. I would contend that the way you make your points is deliberately provocative. Yes, of course. And extraordinarily negative. Yes. Um, and that's what upsets me, is that you're, you take the negative approach. Yeah, but it's necessary. You'll say, John, you've not been nearly as awful for <laughs> the last 24 hours as you usually are. will be the closest I'll get to a compliment out of you. No, that's not true. That's uh, not quite. No, uh, no, you've said very nice things about me. I sometimes that said that I enjoy reading your games reviews. No, you've if said, only, you've said, if you've... only they weren't wasted on this trip. No, you've genuinely With one, said... one hand, I will give. Yes, that's right. No, but you've genuinely said very nice things too. But, um, yes, yeah, so, and so I think you know, we, we, we fight, certainly, and we, show, yes. we, we get. I yes. certainly get cross with you, yes. and so on. Yes. But we always come back. Yes. And I think. And I think there's no... Con- people are kind of almost concerned that we'll run out of things to say to one another. Well, uh, the, the, the point about running out of things to say is if, you, if you've got a friend and you go and visit them once, uh, once or twice a month or whatever and you go to the pub with them or whatever, are you concerned that you'll run out of things to say with them? Now, that sounds absurd to me, but there yeah. are people for whom I think that is a truth, which is why they have to drink a lot, which is why, fortunately, we don't have to rely on drinking anything. It's like we, were saying, we, were saying before we, no, but we were saying before we recorded this that neither of us really drink between the sips of drinks we have on the podcast. No, this pretty much is the only time we drink, because we, really, we don't really like alcohol. I occasionally <laughs> have a bottle of beer, maybe once a fortnight would be an average amount, maybe slightly Before less I go on a long-haul flight, I like to be slightly drunk at takeoff. Do you? I enjoy that. Yeah. Is that that's because you have a fear of flying, isn't it? No, I just think I enjoy I enjoy the feeling and it Do takes you? the I edge off it I can't stand the feeling oh no just on the take we'll try it next time no I don't I don't it would be so much more tense I get agitated when I feel any loss of, loss of control I've had people recommend Valium if you feel tense but I'm, I don't feel tense I love flying I just don't need to you say I should drink so I feel tense and then take Valium <laughs> yes. before I get on planes do that <laughs> everyone listening you should do that too yes <laughs> that's a great idea I think that's a wonderful idea isn't I it? think so John, what should we do? Um, we live in, uh, uh, despite what your form spring questioner asked, we live in a very common area. Um, and we have some terrible people who... Oh, you, I mean, not we together. You no, no, Victoria and I. And we have yes. some people who are... It's ve- so strange ve- that your opulent castle is placed in such an odd <laughs> yes. area. And we're on an estate, and basically we have, at the top of the road, there are these mentally subnormal scum who drive their stolen uh, motorbikes up and down and up and down and up and down mm-hmm. the road. Uh, we've also noticed that as they've been increasingly doing this, the number of l- lost and missing cut posters has increased. Right. I suggest that they're knocking them over and throwing them in the gutter or something. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest we do about this? The police, etc. aren't interested. Well, I was, the guns, what, I was what I just pictured tats. was uh, a razor wire trap. Hmm. Which, as they come up the road, you pull, twang, so it comes, it raises up, and it just slices them clean in half as they drive through. If anybody has some suggestions, some creative suggestions, genuinely creative suggestions, what we should Preferably do about these without murdering them. You just seem to treat the local road as a venue for... Have you turned into the Daily Mail? Racing like, up and down. You can about the the yobs on your well, they are, no, they are. Well, I get to do that, because I actually live with them. It's not like I'm... You finally got you agitated enough to speak It's not up. like I'm living in Hampstead. It's not like I'm living in Hampstead going, oh, I've heard about that sort over there. Mm-hmm. I'm actually... They're up the road from me, and they are causing active and material harm. In particular, what's, what I hate the most... It's a very, very loud noise, and especially in this weather, you keep the windows open. And, of course, at 12 o'clock at night, they... And, of course, naturally, they take off their mufflers, so the, the, their motorbikes are as loud as they can be, and then they'll backfire just outside the window, just as the baby's gotten mm-hmm. to sleep. Yes, of course. Who then wait, Who is then awoken? So if you have any ideas what to do... They are scum. They look like they're mentally subnormal, so if I could 
somehow have them put into an institution, I would, but then Virginia Bottom, they closed them all down, so nothing I can do about that. But also a very unpleasant thing is that the whole road smells of petrol fumes. It's, the, oh. it's extraordinarily... But your, your neighbourhood looks quite nice. I don't know, but that's the sad thing. Yeah. It's just them. It's just them at the top of the road. And, the, I mean, it's, I'm sorry to be a bit cliche, but, you know, they, the council come in and do their lawn for them. The council come in and do this, that and the other for them. And I walk past them, run past them, and I hear them go... Hear them go. Oh, they'll never be able to prove that we're we're in business. Um, the the four people won't be able to get us. So I mean, they're also they they're making money on the side whilst um, collecting, um, you know, uh, whatever they're collecting. Ta- not often say tax credits, but benefits and whatever. So they, I'm afraid, they are do, they are the worst excess of what the Daily Mail wishes they had on every street. Sadly, right. <laughs> sadly, we have one. Um, and I just want to know, what should we, listeners, if you can tell me what to do about these people, um, I'd be grateful. Something we could put on the road that's invisible but nevertheless causes their tyres to pop, I don't know. Let me but know. You can get one of those, they use, um, I forget what they're called now, stingers. Yeah, but it is, a public, across the road. it is a public road. No, no, anyway. that's the point of a stinger, yeah. is you fling it and it flings across the road just as the thing you're trying to stop and then you yeah. retract it Yeah, nothing else gets hurt by it. Maybe, but I mean, if there is something equivalent of uh, an EM bomb. An EMP that <laughs> blows that microphone. Uh, mic- mic- yeah. Uh, what do you call them? What are they? Motor- motorcycles. Motorcycles. That just affects motorcycles. Yes, that's right. That'd be great. If you could let us know. I would like to see every, every you know bikes go past where people have put. I think they put holes in the silences or something. Yeah. To create make this ferocious noise. Well, that's what they do. These and people. I would really like to see that that just be a thing that people do it's, something about. The well, it's illegal, to. but they don't yeah. respond to. I mean, we can't tell you know because thing is during while we pretended that we were a rich nation. Um, where you had all these play play police community support blah 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 yeah. and you know you can't try you know we try to contact them and they're not really interested they're, oh yeah well collect some number plates and then what well then collect some more well and yeah. then what uh, yeah okay so you know I I wouldn't mind having all these people whom um, uh, George is about to fire but you know at least mm-hmm. make me feel sorry for you because you're not doing a job at the moment I think well you know maybe Martin Coxall's got a point uh, oh dear but oh dear, Nick. Oh dear, oh dear. I would no. I'd be very happy to fire most of the civil service, but then I'd be very happy to fire most of the private sector as well. <laughs> I think most people are just the NHS. You'd fire all them. Well, um, I, I would actually. No, no. I would specific. I would fire pretty much every GP. Yeah. Yeah. I would fire most GPs, and I'd replace the GPs with um, good computer programs. Okay. Like adventure games. Yeah, because frankly, I think they do a better job at diagnosing. And if if lots of pensioners want some friends, you can just we can we can hire some prostitutes or something. I've had some really superb GPs. Yeah, and some terrible also, ones too. And you've had one who really killed you, and that shouldn't really. No, no, that was over, that was NHS Direct who tried to kill me. Yeah. Not quite the no, same. No, I'm afraid, John, you've not. We always have this argument, but you haven't. Do you know? Oh, I see. Yeah. Do you know what, who I'd like to see more of? Whom? The traffic wardens. I would like to see more traffic wardens. We need more traffic wardens. Yeah. Or well, fire GPs and hire okay. traffic wardens. Okay, have a hire traffic wardens. Yeah. Uh, traffic wardens and, I think, general um, traffic politeness officers who patrol most roads. And then if they see a BMW playing up, mm-hmm. they shoot out the stinger sure, shoot and out kill the, him. The, yeah, that's going to say shoot out the yeah. rifle. Yeah, and kill him. And, and kill him dead. BMW patrol. I, when killers. I drove back from um, my holiday, whenever that was. <laughs> holiday. How rude. So many BMWs ruined every... It was bizarre. It was like a cliche day. Yeah. Every car that screwed o- screwed us over was a BMW. It is, isn't. they are. Uh, and I hate it when certain stand-up tropes turn out just... Yes, it is ju- very frustrating. Just to be true, but I'm sorry, BMW people are awful, especially the new BMWs, which have got these... Even when the headlights are not on, they've got these evil bead of lights oh, yes, around do, the other side, yes. grrr, sort of little, um, beaming at you like an evil, like those the children of the corn, <laughs> yeah, as they're behind you. <laughs> Very unpleasant. Uh, I mean, I was in a one of those fifty mile an hour um, average speed camera areas, and mm-hmm. you know there was a long stream of traffic on either side. Yeah. And there was a truck right in front of me, maybe three metres in front of me, you know, because we were going 50 miles an hour. Of course, the truck was going at about 45, so yeah. I had to go at 45, but I put the cruise control on 45, keeping directly up with the truck. Um, in the lane next to me, there were, there were, there were cars, you know, even, even slightly slower than that, but it was, you know, completely blocked up. Yeah. 
There was absolutely nowhere to go. And in the left-hand lane, there were just articulated lorries. There was nowhere to go. There's nowhere yeah. anyone was going. It was, it was a, a, there were speed cameras all over the place and there were narrow lanes, etc. You know the thing. And the BMW driver behind me was flashing and hooting. <laughs> what did he want, John? Yes. No, seriously, what did he want? They wanted you to jolly well sort it out. <laughs> what was he, yes, well, exactly. What do you want? I mean, really. <laughs> and I just looked behind and went like this. I, didn't, I said, what do you want? I really don't know what you want. It's, it's, uh, the, 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 the mentality of the BMW driver is bizarre. Now, I know that um, maybe there are two BMW drivers in the world yeah. who aren't like that. Uh, I know that... Um, my, my, uh, I'm trying to think, is she my, she's not, is she my sister-in-law? Yes. Is she? What are no, I don't think she about? is. My, my wife's brother's wife. Gosh. Is she my sister-in-law? Your sister-in-law-in-law. My sister-in-law-in-law. Mm-hmm. She, she drives one and she's a perfectly nice person. She's indeed, she's quite a... Why does she own a BMW a polite then? person. Well, they like, they, they, because BMWs are good cars and a very few people sure. just like the car, but sadly... They're tainted now. They're going to have to get rid of that at some stage, you know, aren't they? Well, of course. Why don't they just get a good, uh, a good Skoda? Because they like the BMW. They like the. I mean, if you go to Germany, get a Mercedes or an Audi. Get an Audi. If they want that, get an Audi. No, I would have said that. I used to like the Audi, but now the Audis are becoming. I don't know anything about cars. Well, as Jeremy Clarkson sadly has even pointed out, it used to be that it was the um, BMW. Now the Audis are really quite obnoxious as well. You'll notice. You'll notice this now, and that's sad because it used to be. Five ten years ago, your Audi driver was quite a polite sort of middle-ranking manager mm-hmm. who would keep generally be quite polite on the road. But now he's a really unpleasant gentleman. He's you know, really cheeky, though. I mean, at least with the BMW, it's kind of in their nature. It's a bit like an obnoxious animal, so you can <laughs> kind of you kind of forgive it because right. you know that they 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 can't help it. That's you know? true. It's like it's like trying to blame uh, a mallard for raping a duck. That's, yeah. that's just what they do. Yeah, that's what a BMW does. But it's when you get some sort of Ford Focus behind you trying to do the same thing that I get very cross no 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 you've got no excuse I, you know when they're starting to be obnoxious when they try and think they're like a BMW say so, no you're not a mallard so don't try and rape my <laughs> tailpipe there you go because you know you can't do that I have a question for you good in, if you were in uh, Starbucks I wouldn't be but say I were and there were a cake counter mm. and a fly had got inside the glass casing of the cake counter right uh, how would you react as a member of staff I would um Lift the glass bell. Yep. And I would let the fly go away. That's right. And then what would you do with the cake? Had anybody seen? Yes, the whole queue is seen ah. because of the extraordinary pantomime that has taken place oh, after right. I said to them, by the way, you've got a fly in your cake. I'd had the fly landed on the cake. Many cakes have okay. been landed on by the fly. At that point, I would have no option but to say, I'm throwing these cakes That's away. That's right. Would you say, as a member of Starbucks staff, to the customers... Which cakes did the fly land on? No. <laughs> that is a thing that did happen. See, I was just starting to think, would I then say you can have these cakes free? See, I would, would you have any objection to eating a cake that a fly No, of course not. No, of course not. Because what's it going to do? It's going to vomit on it, so what? Yeah, who cares? Um, we've evolved to deal with that. Exactly. And how often have you eaten food that the flies have vomited on? Pretty much, every, deal. pretty much every time. Most time, and yeah. you don't know about it. Yeah, exactly. So fine. Uh, people who get obsessed and worried about flies really yes, do. Flies don't, they don't carry malaria. No. They're not going to poison you. Yeah. It's fine. They don't have the bubonic plague. No. Um, if a fly vomits on your, on your cake, it'll be a tiny little bit of vomit you won't taste. Don't worry. Yeah. Ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. But yes, this entire, it was so funny because I know that Starbucks, these huge cake counters, I know that the glass panels lift right off on a yeah. little hinge. None of the, st- only one member of staff in this entire franchise seemed to know. This was a Starbucks in a service station. And they, they, they was, uh, they're sort of Starbucks once removed. It was a very, spe- it was a very special Starbucks. It was they didn't expect accept Starbucks cards, for instance, which was great. Yeah, oh yes, I've seen they put up a sign saying we can't accept Starbucks cards because we aren't a real Starbucks. That's right, it's a franchise. Just a franchise. Unlike the real extra Starbucks, which aren't franchises. <laughs> That's right. Yes, they are. All, she goes, oh no, we're a franchise. You mean like all Starbucks? No, because some Starbucks are mum. Our families, mum and pop Starbucks. Yes. Well, they're related to the genetically related Starbucks. They're married to the main Starbucks <laughs> in Seattle. So there were this. Fact, they were, they, what they did is they opened the the, uh, the difficult access river, river, uh, rear of the glass case and were trying to waft the fly away with their hands, which right. caused the fly to just fly deeper into the case onto more of the cakes. 
Right. Um, and it was just an absolutely amazing pantomime going on. And then one of them went, Oh, that's the firm, oh, why nah? Oh, dear. Before someone else said, Which ones did it land on? Oh, dear. Why didn't they... You see, I was thinking, could you have said to your customers... That is exactly how she said it, by the way. I'm yeah. really not exaggerating. That's fine, oh, why nah? What is it about? Why can't the English teach their children how to speak? Um, <laughs> Could, uh, foreigners coming here telling us how to speak uh, that was a quote from my fair lady oh, very good. I was wondering why not from a Pygmalion no or how, I, I don't know go- I don't, it might have been in Pygmalion how but gush. the song sung by Rex Harrison was from um, fair lady why uh, I was trying to think could you have would you have could you have said look we can't sell these now because there have been flies mm-hmm. on it but you can have them free I don't think you could I don't think you could because, because would, someone would then claim to be sick from yes, it yes exactly blah, liability etc yes. yeah. and that is not health and safety gone mad that's idiot customers gone mad that's idiot customers gone mad and also lawyers gone mad because you because of the conservative party you brought in the no win no fee system which means mm-hmm. that it's very easy to sue someone without much risk so yes that's so let's not blame health and safety no it's, that's let's the conservative let's blame the conservative party for bringing okay. in no win no fee because if the conservative party hadn't bring, brought in no win no fee you'd think very hard before you engaged yes, a lawyer to sue starbucks because you thought a fly had landed on a cake Whereas Although, would you say there is some fairness that in suing Starbucks, you are suing a multi-billion-dollar corporation who may have genuinely harmed you, and you have no income at all, you have no money, and you would not be able to take them on in the mighty of their lawyers? Mm. So how would you resolve that situation? I would resolve that situation by having good health and safety laws yes. and inspectors and inspectors. I'd have more inspectors. <laughs> That's good. So if you're in Starbucks and one of their staff assaulted you with a pole. Mm. Racist. It could be a Ukrainian. Sorry, I apologise. With a Ukrainian, <laughs> if it assaulted you with a Ukrainian, uh-huh. should you not be able to? Health and safety law protect you from that. Well, well no, criminal law protects you from that. That's true. It's a good point. The health and safety. <laughs> John, laws... you're very. You're, you're, you're not going to win this I was one. Digging my way into a very stupid hole quite <laughs> yes. deliberately. Yes. Um, However, if I'm not sure if, if if criminal law does protect you from all the situations, you may have a valid reason for suing stuff. Well, give me one. Um, they could have stolen your parents oh that's true <laughs> yes exactly so I think you could back down at this point. They, they would have sent them to the coffee mines <laughs> that's right <laughs> in Ukraine funnily enough that yeah. happens to be where they are yes oh, no, a I do like Starbucks it's an excellent place to get coffee is it it really is they've got superb Pe- wifi people do make um, fun really of comfortable the, people do make fun of the quality of Starbucks and the coffee is, is perfectly good there's nothing wrong with it and their decaf is by far the best it's milk isn't it it's just for people who don't like coffee it's just milk are you doing an impression of me? That's what people say. What do they say? Oh, it's just milk, really. It's just all milky for people. Do they who say like that? Coffee. Yes, they do. Oh well, they have a latte. Well, it's got a shot of espresso in it, so it's obviously not just milk. I, I can't. I can't understand why you'd want to drink coffee that way, but clearly people do. I don't like coffee. I know, hmm. but they sell all manner of tea, and hot chocolate, and frappuccinos. Well, not all manner. A very severe subselection of all men. <laughs> okay, I concede that point. Yes, but they do have uh, frappuccinos. It'd be amazing if they did sell all manner. Some sort of matter transference device. We sell all manner of tea. That's right. Every tea in the universe. Yes, or any one you could conceive of. Or, or teas that have got, been teas that have yet to be invented. And a pencil sharpening and Jovian moon. Beetle tea. <laughs> I love Jovian moon beetle tea. It's very nice. I've it? never tried it with pencil sharpenings, though. No, I think that spoils it a bit. It's very cochineely. Shavings or sharpenings? Which would you prefer? Sharpening. Okay. Sharpenings. Pencils. When last did you use a pencil? <laughs> my goodness gracious me. Quite recently, because I couldn't find my pen, so I used one of those little clicky clicky pencil things no, to that, make notes for a game I was reviewing. Because I couldn't find my because pen. Because I couldn't find my pen. When last did you use a pencil thinking? I could use a pen, but actually, I would much use a rather use a pencil. No, no more. Shall we stop them now? Yeah, that's enough pencils. <laughs> we don't need enough pencils. because if the erasers worked, rubbers. Let's not be twee. We're not Americans who are but scared it's a, of it. Erases. Yeah, it's made of. It, actually, we should call them rubbers because they do just rub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't true. actually. Erase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, false claims, and indeed that's the problem. Yeah, so, if your rubber on the end of the pencil actually worked, <laughs> yes, and it's important to put a rubber on the end of the pencil, yes. Then you, uh, it would be fine. I used to always chew don't. them and eat them. The, 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 the rubbers on the end. Yeah. Ooh, that's horrible bit to chew. And on the end of pencil. I, I chew pens, obviously, like any decent yeah. human being, but. No, I'm chewing now, what's this? Yes, you're chewing a metal bottle cap, your teeth are absolutely made of titanium. I mean, look, I've bent it into all sorts absolutely of things. Absolutely extraordinary. I think, 
what jewels from the James Bond films. Yeah. So, so yeah. So no, no, no pencils are required. No more pencils needed uh, unless you are an artist, archaeologist. Why is that? Because I meant to say something else. Artist is what. No, you I meant to say, say um, architect. They no, they pencils. use no, they don't use computers now. No, that's true. They use CAD programs, don't they? CAD. No, I just discovered an extraordinary thing. There is actually all the pencil manufacturers of the world. Yes. Have suddenly realised they, they they have no point what to are they do? close down all the pencil factories. That's it. You're done. You're done. Although although they force children to learn to write using pencils, not pens. You you got you do remember you got to migrate to using a pen. That's right. Yeah. Did you get taught handwriting in school? Of course. Did every teacher teach you a different way of handwriting and tell you the last one did it wrong? Well, I remember they were different. I had to do initially. We learned copper plate R's. Did where, you? Where the cursive R had a little hook on it. Oh yes, we had to do those. Uh, but then suddenly I realised that then then some new teachers had these modern ideas of doing a streamlined R that just kind of um, flows off. I don't the, like the sound of that. I don't like that at all. Uh, but then frankly, when last did you write in pure cursive? Yes, no. I don't write in Isn't pure cursive. Isn't cursive ridiculous? It's very difficult to read. And it's very difficult to write, I find it. Because although I can see what they were trying to do there, actually you... You have to be very careful to. I don't keep need the flow. to make my S link to the following when last, T. Yeah, exactly. That's so keeping all, keeping the links working yes. is very difficult. It's like it's like your hand has to become it's, a. It's like when you read, you're like one of those robots that would follow black tape along a mat. Yes. Or you you're you can constructing read, like, a, neon, the... a neon tubing for, <laughs> for, for all the gas to flow through. <laughs> so you can light. I don't need to light up all my like the neon tube side makers. Yeah, I, I don't need to do that. <laughs> I do. Do, I, do they think they still teach cursive? They probably do I imagine they do I won't last did you really need to use handwriting handwriting well I, I I write notes in my notepad when I review games yeah but that's not so real. quite a lot I never use it I like taking notes I like doodling and note taking my handwriting's terrible and it's getting worse I never use it it does disturb me how much it is eroding because mm. I only take it use it for taking notes and therefore you don't write letters to, to maiden arms in fact my housemate needed me to uh, uh, countersign or not say, uh, <laughs> Proof. Uh, it was a, a, a thing with proving that the passport was a genuine. Yes, copy you, have of the it, you have to write it. You have to write it on a tiny, on a tiny, tiny little. Oh no! This was just. Uh, a didn't I could just write anywhere on the piece of paper. Oh, hold on! You didn't write it on the back of his photograph. No, no, it, was, it wasn't like that. Well, then he's going to have. The, he's no, going to. He's going to be kicked out of the country. No, 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 no! It's not for a passport. It's it's just a proof of identification. So it's a colour duplicate of a passport right. itself. Um, and so I just I wrote, and I realised I had to write so someone else could read it, and that's what I no longer have to do. Yeah. Is write something that someone else needs to be able to read. No, of course not. Uh, and and my writing is also, also it looks very childish. I've never been able to write like an adult. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, my writing looks like a baby. But you type I faster do. than most human beings. Yes, and I can type in Dvorak and in um, in what you call it Qwerty. in Qwerty as well. Yeah, it's funny. I got the common one. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Dvorak easy, but what's that other one called? Which do you prefer? Um, Dvorak is nicer. It's it, I I not necessarily I won't necessarily say it's faster, but it's more comfortable. Do you find that you have because I've I've never learned Dvorak. I do both, and you can all you said you set up a thing you can type every other word. Yeah, I sometimes do that just to test myself and to make sure that I because I was worried when I taught myself Dvorak that I would I would not no longer be proficient using QWERTY, and of course right. that's very dangerous if you go to some kiosk somewhere in the world then you can't mm-hmm. change the keyboard layout so as a fast type typist typist in qwerty i thought it'll be a shame to cripple myself in that right. just for this arcane skill but in the end um i forced myself to pretty much um divide my time equally between what the two is the mental layers. what do you have to do mentally to make yourself switch from one to the other because um, it's twenty six letters in completely different places. That's why I, I don't. Why I don't understand how you can a, store the both. A, the A is in the same place. Okay, but I don't understand how you can store the same information. Um, two different sets of information. It's different muscle memory. So it's a bit. Right. I suppose it's a bit like saying, "How do you?" That's true. I don't remember where the letters. I couldn't draw a keyboard out for you if you asked me. To and I, I didn't. I never. I, and I never learned the um, Dvorak keyboard with the Dvorak keyboard. I just changed the key. Key map settings on in software, but mm-hmm. the keyboard remained qwerty, which made yeah. it more useful because you couldn't cheat and stare at the keyboard. Yes, and so I would initially do it by where I would when I was sending IM messages. You might have noticed a few years ago my IM responses <laughs> were becoming very slow, and eventually, uh, you know, there were some cheap, free little typing tutor things. But the main thing was just trial and error and forcing myself to type stuff out. And in you know, if I got the uh, if I got a if I got a key wrong. 
I would then um, delete and electrocute yourself. Yeah, I electrocute myself until I got it right, mm-hmm. and then you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised a month or two, and you're pretty much fluent. Well, yep. I was. I won't say you or anybody else. I'm not going to be sued when they try it yeah. out and find they're not. Um, but I would. <laughs> That'd be an amazing court case. Though. But it's not. I, th- I think. I think. I. It's much more comfortable, and I think you'd be much less likely to get RSI. I just burped on the podcast. I wasn't going to talk. I was trying to talk over it. Yeah. You're much less likely to get RSI or burp if you... <laughs> the right? the I'm not sure if I believe you about the RSI thing. Yeah, all, all your vowels are directly under your home keys. All the most common letters right. are right there. You have to stretch out to use an E, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so I was going to say, the E stretching. E stretching. Your hands good. will become lazy and weak. Yeah, will. And you shan't be able to do things like pick up a kettle. No. It'll become a, a, and your handshakes will become limp and soft and disgusting. T- tell me what you think of handshakes. Well, you know, I like a good firm handshake, like any sensible but, human being. Yeah, but then people who make it... Uh, I would prefer to I've have t- a handshake... I've told the story a bit about... I, I, I would prefer to have a handshake... Yeah, I mean, obviously a handshake that is too limp or too firm is pathetic and it means yeah. that they've got something to prove. But, the, but, the, but, but I don't like I don't like a... I think I would prefer to have a handshake that's slightly too strong than a handshake that's completely limp. Though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's like... It's like I think Eddie Izzard described it best. He said it's like a wet fish in a sock. Yeah. Um, but it, you were talking about fish or jam. That's, that's true. But at least it was appropriate in this instance. Mm. Um, I told the story. I can't remember his name now. Who's that silly boxer who wears the cowboy boots? Um, Rajat Kipling. That's the one. Yeah. No, you know. He's the eccentric guy. Louis Threw did a documentary yes, with him. Yes, he did. With the monocle. Yes. That's yes. right. What's his name? That's right. Him. Yes. I had to look after him for a day. I've not told this story before, have I? No, you have not. Uh, when I was working at Talk Radio, and um, probably have, but doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Repeat. Yeah. And he he did that thing where he met me and he shook. Hello, John. Very Chris nice Eubank. Me. Hello, John. Chris very Eubank. very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. And he did that thing. Where he's like, he's what eight foot tall, mm. huge man, world famous boxer, heavyweight boxer. You you wouldn't have gone on with him though because he was black. That's true. Yeah. And I hate all foreigners. Yes. Um, and he, and I met. I was. I, I was my job to just kind of keep an eye on him and stuff because he didn't need keeping an eye on. As it turned out, <laughs> as soon as I looked away, he wandered off and we lost him. Okay. Um, and we did the thing. I said hi and I introduced myself and we shook hands and he crushed my hand like absolutely he crushed it. And I thought, did you need to prove that you're I mean, a world famous eight foot tall but maybe boxer he didn't know. and I'm a fat weedy white guy? But maybe Do you really know. think that Racist. I needed to know? Racist. Maybe he didn't know. That he was doing that. Maybe he just hadn't calibrated. Maybe he's just, just like a big clumsy oaf yes. and he just goes around crushing things. He picks up a mug to have like a coffee and it shatters in his hands. He starts crying. My coffee is spilled. Racist. That was my big giant voice. Oh, yes. oh, 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 oh no, my coffee is spilled. Oh dear. I had to make him a cup of tea and I said, Do you want a cup of tea? And he went, Yes. I said, well, how do you want it? You know, at that point, is it not the point where you go, yes, please, can I have it milk with the sugar? Yes. Everyone needs that information. Maybe you can assume that information. Yeah, is, but I think it was crossed, but surely it should have been given to you as, your, as the rider. So, yes, G. So I said, um, how do you want that? And he said... Um, I want it weak went, and white like my men. <laughs> he said, I want it with uh, cream. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> what, tea with the cream? You want tea with the cream? And you I do said, not have tea with cream. It's a true story. And he said, and it's I said, disgusting well, I said, we don't have cream. We have, we have uh, milk. And he went... Well, I want cream. And I said, we don't have cream. We've, you're going to have milk. And he punched you in the face. And then he said, if you don't have cream, then I want coffee, mate. And I went, well, we don't have cream or coffee, mate. All we've got is milk, so it's going to be milk. And he goes, I want cream. If not that, then coffee, mate. If not that, then milk. <laughs> well, it's going, it's going to be milk. And I said, do you want sugar? And he went, yes. I was like, How much sugar do you want? <laughs> oh, he's just a stupid man. Very annoying. You don't want to make him cross. I know, he's like, yes, sir, very twist, sir. Yeah. But he's wearing, a, he's wearing white trousers, camel boots, and a bright yellow shirt, and somehow managed to go missing in an off, in a radio station of two offices. And where did you find him? Um, he was wandered off into some corner somewhere. and I was banging his head. And he's <laughs> <laughs> in, gla- in a glass window, and he sees nothing on the other side he wanted. <laughs> um, Boxes are thick. He was then in the studio, without any non-thickness is beaten out of them. Yeah. He was in the studio to record this bit, and it was, no, to, it was a live bit, and it was about some charity that he was involved in with a bunch of other people. A charity he'd been told he was. The Rainbow <laughs> Trust, I think it was called, something yeah. like that. And, and Scotchism, the presenter, was involved in it too. And they had a whole My bunch of. My PR company. A whole bunch of celebrities. I'm a rain. <laughs> yes, that's right. And they were watching, they were watching through the glass. Who's Scott Chisholm? Scott Chisholm is an ex Sky presenter. Uh, he was fired from Sky, Sky News because he punched someone in the face, I believe. 
That's um, and he got a job at uh, Talk Radio at that time before Kevin McKenzie fired everyone who wasn't involved in sports. Um, anyway, so he was good old Kelvin. Good old Kelv. Um, he was my, Kevin McKenzie was my boss. That's a, a rare boast. Absolute zero. <laughs> so anyway, during you the, didn't get that. I didn't get that. Kelvin. Oh, very good. Well done. Not that good. So he's in no, the studio. That's probably an absolute and they're zero. Doing the, and they're I doing like, the, like the man who I like Kelvin. It's very yeah, good. Yeah. Um, and they're sat around the table and they've all got microphones and we're watching through the glass because we know something's going to happen. And during the broadcast, he stands up and starts shadow boxing. Who does? Chris Eubank. Why? Every, no one knows. Everyone's just quietly discussing this charity and he's standing there but he surrounded know, by but people. But he doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what a charity is. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Well, lucky he didn't punch anybody else. I had to look after William Hagen that job. Oh, really? Go yes. on. He was with Seb Coe. Oh. Um, he was permanently on his mobile phone. They used to wrestle with each other. Is that true? That is actually true. <laughs> wow. Yes. So anyway, I had to add him and I had to go and collect him, put him in a lift. Go on then. That's it. I have nothing interesting to say about him, no. Was he a nice chap? He seemed fair and nice enough. Was Seb he nice Co- to Seb Coe wasn't. Seb Coe was rude. I hate Sebastian Coe. I hate Sebastian Coe. Why was Sebco rude? Dish the he just was on his phone the whole time and just kept ignoring me and just not listening to stuff and just being generally Arsey. obtuse. Uh, but but, uh, but Haig was nice Haig seemed I mean I didn't really have much to do with him other than just ferry him in a lift really much, not, not much you beyond have, that you should have made the lift break down I should have and kept him there forever and seen what happened <laughs> see if he's like I am incredibly great save the pound that would have been during that period wouldn't it it would have been yes, in that place people forget that he used to be this ridiculous Eurosceptic fool Remember? Oh now, yeah. Now I think he's an elder statesman, but he used to. Yeah, be. it's true. He was, remember, a, he was remember, a crazy man. Remember his baseball cap back to front, <laughs> yes, still going do. down a water slide. <laughs> it was remember the that? best ever. And then they were that that. And the new leader of that prefigured the Hagahogi Hagahogi. Yes. Young and trendy now. Yes. Did you? How how are you doing with your coalition, John? Oh, it's going very well. You happy? Oh yeah, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Nothing pleases me more than watching the like uh, a battered wife in front of the police going, "No, the cupboard hit me in the face." It's awful. Uh, uh, but I thought you said you reported just six weeks ago <laughs> that your husband's abusive and you wanted to move away from. No, no, no that's perfectly lovely. Yes. It was my fault, really. <laughs> I spent all his money. Now I need to save. <laughs> That's what I'm watching happen. It's great. I love it. Yes, yes. Oh, it's, we've gone for 51 minutes. We need to stop right now. Absolutely. Then. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Are you having a lovely time in America, by the way? I'm in Austin, Texas. If you'd yeah. like to email um, podcast at, podcast at rumdoings.com, what I should be doing there. Are you there doing Southwest, South X by West, what, South? Yeah. There's no. a big, big music festival in Austin that's supposed to be really good really? Oh. South by Southwest I think lots of stand up comedy there as well Eugene Merman does the thing there you should go see him it might not I don't know when it is it could be around now R- Ethel Merman does stand up comedy yep that's right it's a rare treat I think before we stop I want you to t- explain to our listeners how unbelievably cute my cat is being next to you there well I'm sitting in the studio and the cat's lying with its backside lodged into my <laughs> s- in, into my side so it's yes. very cute and it's sleeping yeah your cat is sleeping how cute that is a cute thing yes <laughs> I suppose it's not scratching my eyes out. So that's true. Oh, that's true. My sunburnt legs are hurting. Turn off this thing now. Okay, bye everyone. Have a lovely time doing whatever it is that you're doing. Or not. Ta-ta. Bye.